Yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are still married to the game. Zero six nine. How are y'all doing? It's your boy Gabe Patillo with Tim Router and Timothy Hall. Of course, and as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. We are so happy that you are here. We're happy to be here. It is 2014 officially for us recording the podcast. Happy New Year. I don't know how long you can say Happy New Year into the year, but it's our first podcast of 2014. We got to say Happy New Year. Last time we recorded the podcast, it was New Year's Eve and we released on New Year's. But this is our first time recording in the new year. And we are excited to kick another one off with y'all. Tim Router, are you feeling the same way, my brother? I got two words for you. Polar Vortex. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking cold, people. Golly. What I got is... one word for you. One. <laughs> it's one. Yeah. As in degree. As in one degree. It is cold. I hope everybody out in the Midwest is doing all right and, and not losing power and freezing your butts off. But, man, Nashville, what, nine, degree, yeah. nine degrees on Monday, something like that? Yeah, freakishly cold. Yesterday morning, it was in Brentwood, it was negative two. Wow. Yeah, because we had some wind, too, early. So that wind chill factor kicks in. But, man, it's cold. Stupid. But I just love saying polar vortex. It's like tiger claw it just kind of flows yeah, it feels so, right yeah it does it feels right I, so. I taught amara to say stupid cold that was awesome <laughs> so I've, I've been having to tell people it's stupid cold. I was like tell grandma it's stupid cause like stupid cold I'm like, yeah <laughs> um doing well though d- despite freezing uh my butt off but it's uh it's been good. It's been a, a good week back in the swing of things with work and everything and uh since we last talked um it's kind of funny we throughout the holiday this christmas we didn't go anywhere we we basically had a staycation so lauren mm-hmm. didn't go in the store for an entire week i tried not to get on my computer and, and answer emails and that kind of stuff so uh after the new year uh lauren's like hey we need to work on piper's playroom and i'm like okay within like 48 hours it was done and it totally we basically rearranged our living room and used one room as the playroom that's here and because there used to just be toys everywhere. We used to just pile them in the corner. And, man, it just feels it feels nice now. It's like everything – I'm in the playroom right now where we're recording, and it's just nice and spacious, and I'm just relaxed. And it was great, man. And thank you, Target, man. You've got all kinds of fun, fun in, inexpensive stuff that we can get so that Piper can beat the crap out of it. So <laughs> it's perfect. So, yeah, we were, we were working on that kind of stuff, and uh, it was just and nice. I, and it's I a, think because you stayed home, you got a heavy dose of Patillo's this holiday. Yeah. Season. Yeah. Well, and because you're home too, we got to have, yeah, well, we always stay home, Yeah, but, but with you not on the road, like we got, yeah. we had, we had the entire Patillo family. Cause, uh, sometimes Jenny and Amara come over cause Amara and Piper play so well together and they just, they're just crazy little girls running around chasing mm-hmm. each other. And it's so much fun to watch. So, and they're so close in age. It's not like one's, yeah, you know, it's perfect. It's yeah. Perfect. It's not like Amara's 15 or anything. So, yeah, so it works out great. So we got a heavy dosage of the Patillos. Went and saw um, Frozen yesterday with the two girls, their first movie ever. Mm-hmm. And That's they a did pretty a- fitting movie for the weather. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Exactly. And, uh, man, the, those girls did great in the movie theater. And, that like, 
there was no like throwing anything or kicking people in the front. They they were just they were fixated on the movie and it was great. So yeah, we didn't know how exactly that was going to be. Yeah, Did they turn off their cell phones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. But it was so funny. Like in the scenes, like Piper. Thankfully, we were we were in the way back, which is good. It was a pa- it was a pretty packed show too. And that I'm like crazy. I'm like, oh great, this could go either way. Like I'm prepared. Like I have my phone ready to distract her. We're like right near the steps, so if I have to grab her, I could grab her and go. You know, I was kind of mentally just prepared for some sort of breakdown mm-hmm. to happen. But she was just going. Oh wow! The whole time, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was awesome. It was really great. So it, it was fun. It was a it was a proud daddy moment, and uh, yeah, it was really good. On the gaming front, uh, got a lot done this past week. Dishonored is in the bag. Yes, and sir. I really dig it. That's one of those games where I I may come back to that just because there are so many different ways of doing uh, of doing some of these missions, like lethal versus non lethal. And I I tried to not kill as many people as possible and uh it's just a fun stealth game and uh i I think the animation's great in it and so i really enjoyed it so finished that went over got my uh my psn code from hall for christmas and downloaded uh the walking dead oh yes now played episode one can't wait for i mean this seat they set up a wonderful second season i think it's going to be just as good as the first i love that you're playing clem too i think that's really cool and um it's it's great so everybody if you haven't played it yet start playing it now and if you haven't played the first one you're snoozing uh it's just it's if you like great story games this is perfect for you like you can basically at some points just sit back and just watch the drama unfold and it's it's so much fun so finish that and then now i'm I'm going back to 2011 and I'm playing Infamous 2. Cause Hall, I know, <laughs> I know you're playing Mass Effect 3. So, you know, I don't want to double up on, I want you to finish that and then I'll probably come back to it. But I wanted to get Infamous 2 in because we all know Second Sun's coming out, uh, in about, what, t- two months now. So I want to get that in. So it'll be, it'll be great. And so far it's, it's just like, it, it's, it's great to get back in the swing of it with infamous. Cause I love using those lightning grenades and, and just going and just wrecking shop. It's just fun. But man, this, in this one, they have those user generated missions. And I like look on the map. I'm like, yeah, I can't do all these. There's just right. way, there's there's so many of them. way too many. I, I did like the first couple of them. Like, okay. I mean, it doesn't give me a ton of XP. It's just like fun little side stuff to do. I'm on a mission, boy. I got to get this, you know, I want to get things rolling. And so I'm doing all the, the actual built in the native side missions and, uh, and the main missions, but it's great, man. The, they, and it's funny since I just in the, what, two months ago had completed infamous graphically. It's just, it's night and day. It's really cool mm, to right. see. Everything just seems really so is. much. Yeah. The animation's better and smoother. The cutscenes are smoother and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool to see that, that progression happen. So that's that's pretty much it from the router household. Let me ask you this. It's an old question for those of us that played Infamous uh, when it came out. But like a big um, thing that people dealt with that they didn't like was how much Cole's look had changed. Do you feel that uh, at all? or No, that didn't. That really didn't bother me. I, it, you know what? It felt like a second season of a TV show. And you know that actors kind of change their appearance every once in a while. You know, you, they'll mm-hmm. have longer hair or they'll have this, that and the other. It, it 
I don't think it bothered me at all. You know, the one thing I didn't like in Infamous was the sound effect of him running. It was those little metal chains or whatever that was hanging off his backpack or whatever he had. Right. That drove me nuts. This one, in this one, it's definitely more muted. It's it's more like footsteps versus that. But no, I mean, it's it that doesn't bother me at all. I think I think it's just like a continuation of his of his character. So it it, it works fine for me. I didn't even think about that. Hmm. There and, you have it. And Zeke is still cracking me up, man. He's hilarious. You know what's funny? They got Zeke to do the voice of the operator when you call Sucker Punch. <laughs> That's so great. So when you call Sucker Punch, instead of it being like, press zero for the, <laughs> it's Zeke doing it. It's like, hey, man. Yeah, exactly. It's hilarious. That's really, that's, that's super smart. Yeah, really creative. That's really cool. Pulsifer. Yep. Did you finish Skyrim yet? I'm on the last mission now. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, <laughs> are you still playing Mass Effect? That's my question. Yes. Yes. Good. Doing both. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to take me a while to finish Mass Effect. I oh, think. yeah. The exactly. Mass Effect 2 took me about, I want to say 30 hours. Yeah, me too. I was like 30, 30, I think I was 35 or so. And um, Mass Effect 3 is a little bit, the, I don't know if they got a different person to do Liara, but I don't remember her being that, like, flat as a character. I thought, I, yeah, I think I feel the same way. Now yeah, that I'm thinking like, back on she's it. early in the game. You know, this is, it's not a spoiler. I mean, she's pretty early in the game, like, number three. But um, I just don't remember her her being like that. It seems like she's pretty one dimensional in three. But is she is she still in the same role as she was in Mass Effect Two, where she's like the communications manager or no, like she she's an intel person? Kind of, but like it's a little bit different because you have to have played the DLC, I think, in two to understand really what she was doing. Oh, because uh, she, she like became a shadow broker. Right, right. Um, right. The Shadow Broker. Yeah, it, it's a lot better if you just play the DLC. And for some reason, when I downloaded 2, I don't know if I like bought it when it was bundled or something, but when I bought 2, it came with all that stuff. So I got to play uh, all of the DLC. I got the whole story, basically. Yeah, I, I think I did, too, with, with my copy, because I, I did that whole Shadow Broker mission and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I think I think the... PlayStation 3 version came with the DLC. I think that was the whole draw, was that oh, cool. they just gave you most of everything. the stuff. That's or, cool. or okay. everything, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm excited to get back into that game. Oh, it's so much fun. I mean, as far as, like, the combat, and I know this is a you know almost a two-year-old game at this point, but uh, the combat's way better than two. It feels more solid, mm-hmm. and everything kind of moves a little better, too. I think they kind of modified their engine a little bit to be more of a um, competent third-person shooter. Because in number two, I mean, they were still kind of ahead of the time. There wasn't that much to draw from. But after they came out with two, I mean, I think they could look back at a lot of the third-person shooters that came out uh, pretty much at the same time as Mass Effect 2, and then they could draw from that and say, okay, let's make some changes. So, Yeah, yeah, I thought the the combat mechanic mechanics were were great in two so i'm excited to see how well, there you go you're really gonna like three then yeah i'll really love three yeah. <laughs> it just felt comfortable and it, it, it felt very smooth and very very easy to work with i mean they might have updated they, they might have like done some tweaks to it over the course of the game being out yeah but i mean yet 
like Uncharted 2 came out right when pretty much right when Mass Effect 2 came out and then like a couple other third person shooters came out as well. So I think that they were able to kind of draw from that influence a little bit because they kind of have a modified version of the um, I think the Unreal Engine. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's. I mean, Epic kind of has they do the Unreal Engine as well. I mean, obviously, they're the ones who make it and they kind of do their own thing with it as well. You know, Gears of War is a solid third person shooter. Um, but Mass mm-hmm. Effect had to be something different because it's a little, you know, you've got powers that you're throwing and stuff. So I don't know. I, it just feels much tighter in three. And you'll see what I mean when you play it. That's really cool. Now for Skyrim, what level are you a Nord or an elf or what are you? Uh, What's I think your character? I'm an Imperial. Nice. Which is boring. <laughs> so, <laughs> why? Um, cause you, you don't like some of the other races, like you get a half resistance to something or. Yeah. Yeah. Your you levels know, are different. Yeah. Like on what species you are. Yes. Yeah, so, just some things are a little bit different. Like you have a special bonus thing or something. And my bonus is that you can just like. You shout and everybody around you calms down or something. It's the dumbest thing. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You don't have yeah. a weapon or anything. You're just, uh, uh, your weapon is, all right, everybody calm down, please. Guys, calm, calm down. down. Please. <laughs> Dragon, stop breathing fire on me, please. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Hall's power. Hall, he's like, Hall's upgraded his hey, hey, hey. He's like, everybody's like, hey, what's your power? He's like, it's the hey, hey, hey. It's like, how does that work? He's like, well, when everybody's fighting, you're like, hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Come on, guys. Uh, Why are we doing this? I know. I went boring on my character, too. I was just like, yeah, I'll just be a Nord. I'll just be some plain old white dude and just (laughs) go from there. But like yeah. I, I upgraded because I found like this helmet that gives me better archery skills and mm-hmm. and you know all that. It's you know as you start looting and looking around, you'll find things that actually give you that extra bonus. But yeah, I didn't I didn't find the hey 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 um, power. So I <laughs> yeah, think, exactly. I think you win you win on that one. <laughs> I have, hey, I've hey, never hey, breastplate. I've never used it because it's like when I get into an area with people going nuts, I want to I want to fight. So it's <laughs> yeah, like oh, yeah yeah. But um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, 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 keep it down. Hey, hey, guys, 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 <laughs> it's just a dragon. I got this. Uh, How's Dragonborn? Almost, hey, that's almost, <laughs> that's almost as good as the whoa, 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 whoa power <laughs> <laughs> ability. Uh, yeah, that's uh, funny. I have mostly uh, magic armor though, because throughout the game, I was able to find, um, Stuff that gives you like more magicka or your magicka's faster. So yeah, and plus I became the like I went do and did the uh all of the missions at the College of Magic. Oh, good. You so know, you're the one in you're like a mage, like master or whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. But basically, you know, you do all the missions there, and you you know you get some stuff. So yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty cool. Um. If you install the DLC before you play the game, which I started just a new game once I installed the DLC, um, some of the stuff from the DLC comes and interacts with you during the game. Oh, cool. So um, I was able to get uh, vampire armor. Nice. It's pretty sweet. So Yeah, I never played that DLC. I played the, what was it, the Dragonborn one or whatever it was. That was the one I played. Oh, cool. Man, I can't imagine starting over on Skyrim right now. Just 
based on like the level that I'm at and everything I've collected, I'm like, oh, that's why that I didn't be, play it anymore. That would be such a it would be a daunting task. I would still be fun. It's a great game. I yeah, love that it's game. Definitely but it's like, fun. oh, but that would be that would be harsh just to be like, OK, new game. Here we go. Well, my old save file was pretty old. So I was like, eh, I just want to start over. That's awesome. I didn't do any of the story missions in my first save file. So it's not like I was. You weren't missing anything then. No, not at all. Really quickly, let me ask you this. All right. When you finished The Walking Dead episode one of season two, were mm -hmm. you ju just as amped as when the uh, Wolf Among Us episode ended? Yes. I was telling Gabe this. I think I'm more I was more excited for The Wolf Among Us than I am The Walking Dead right now. I think The Wolf Among Us had a a more uh, interesting uh, cliffhanger. Oh, man, that cliffhanger is ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. They, you had no idea that that was coming. And if, if I, we have people out there that haven't played The Wolf Among Us yet, play oh, it. Like please. Gabe. Like Gabe. Oh, yes. my gosh, Gabe. Please, Jeez. you guys have to play that game. That that cl cliffhanger, I think I actually set out loud. I was like, no! <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I was like, I went, no! I was like, no, no! And then, boom, at the end, I'm like, oh, come on! Mm. So I can't wait. I can't wait for that next episode. It'll be great. With The Walking Dead, when I got to the end of that, I was like, really? Like, that's the yeah. end? Yeah, I, I was a little like, oh, that's where we're ending here? Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's okay. But it's still, it's still going to be great. No, it's it's still a great game and still a great story, but I was like, well, that's a, yeah, that's a little weird. But I mean, yeah. with the with the other episodes, I'm sure they'll end on, like, much higher notes or crazier notes like the season one did. So. yeah. Well, and I think with The Wolf Among Us, they probably had something to prove anyway. So that like having a cliffhanger like that is perfect because that will get you into the next the next episode. I'm so yeah, mad that I haven't shocking. played any of this. Yeah, Gabe, you've got to play it, man. You I might not to. even just. Oh, golly. Are you, are you, you're waiting for the Vita version, right? Uh, I was wanting to, but you guys got me not wanting Dude, I'm to. I'm telling no you, it will take you, what, an hour, an hour and a half? I think that's how long it took me. Like you can do it in just one sit down session. Just do it, man. It is so good. Oh man. S speaking of Gabe. Yeah. How was your week, brother? Oh, it was good. Um, we, uh, just been chilling. It's kind of nice. Uh, I, I'm really just getting back at it this week. Like Monday started writing again and stuff like that and doing some meetings and, Writing that hit song. Yeah, exactly. Ramping up for, uh, our tour next month and we've got a couple shows coming up. And so, um, yeah, just kind of trying to get my feet back under me and realize that I, I have, um, jobs to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So is where you go back out on your other job. Exactly. Where Hall was like back to work on the second. Of I January. Know. He was back to work before that too. He's like, no, I was, um, what we did since it fell on a Wednesday, we went back to work for the two days before New Year's. Oh, good. You didn't end up having to go back for the Thursday and Friday? No, I, I went back for Thursday and Friday too. It's basically that I would have been off until the second, but it, the holidays kind of fell midweek and I didn't want to use any days. So oh, that's smart. Yeah. Oh, I my, got my company closes down every year just because all the people we do business with. Closed down, down too. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, just kind of, yeah, just kind of getting back into that. Uh, and then that freaking Nino Cooney. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of hours played, Can how's that going? Wrap up, please. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. Dito uh, Cooney, I openly invite you to wrap up. <laughs> um, <laughs> you probably got what like another 10 15 hours i probably have oh. somewhere between eight to ten hours um god bless jrpg yeah it's i'm about i want to say 43 hours into it oh wow <laughs> and just seeing that number before i like went and saved it the other day um as i was turning it off i was like holy crap oh. and it's kind of one of those things this game it uh, I'm not going to say anything to spoil it, but it ramps, it ramps, it ramps, it ramps, it ramps. Something happens and it dives and oh, wow. I can feel that it's going to ramp again. You kind of, you're so you're playing the game. Gosh, I'm trying to think how you say this without spoiling anything. Okay. This doesn't really spoil anything, but so you, you, you kind of, the whole story is cult is kind of getting to this one point. And then you kind of go past that point and you're like, oh, that's right. The game was called Nino Cooney, the wrath of the white witch, not Nino Cooney who I've been trying to beat this whole time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, and you know who the white witch is and everything, but it's like, man, I think your insides are hoping this is it. And it's not it. If that makes any sense. Sure. Um, so dude, Nino Cooney, whenever you want to, man, that's insane. Ready for you're these credits. Put, and then what, yeah, when those credits roll, you're going to go right into AC. I'll probably four, start right? crying first. I'll cry a little bit <laughs> and then I'll go into AC four. And you're going to put 40 hours into that too. I, no, no, you, no. <laughs> no, you, you don't have to. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Like you could just go through everything. Right. Uh, I cannot wait for you to play that game. I cannot wait. I, and that's what's, I think, making this worse. It's not like I'm playing Nino Cooney and not looking forward to anything else. Like I'm playing Nino Cooney, like with AC4 staring me in the face on PS4, like, come on, baby. Hall, can, do you want, do you want me to let you borrow my AC4 since I'm not playing it? That'd be great because I thought okay. about buying it last night, but Amazon changed their free shipping thing to 35 instead of 25. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because they got it on sale right now for thirty bucks. But I was like, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're we're trying to get together soon, so I'll definitely. You have to play that game, man. I think you'll love it. I'll I'll try to dig something out of the archives if you guys want to play anything. Okay, I'll just send you a picture of what I got. Yeah. Um. Oh, Gabe, you need to borrow Sega Collection. Ooh, let's do it. I'm definitely down for that. Um. Yeah. So that's pretty much me. Just writing, Nino Cooney. Uh, we have started up the Wii U a couple times and played some Great. Dr. Mario. My wife has been at the helm with a remote in her hand. Another reason I cried a little bit this week. <laughs> I was like, it's just so, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> Watch you sit there. I know. And she's like, back off, Slick. I got I got this. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, watching you play Dr. Mario is one of the most beautiful. Oh, over, 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 down. Okay. <laughs> it's one of the most beautiful things in the world. <laughs> so um, I'm definitely a backseat driver when it comes to that game. Did she get mad at you? Yeah. She's like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm like, those Whoa. are the worst moments. I know. But it's all because I love her and I want her to win. Of course. Um. 
She just wants to be left alone, apparently. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's um, good. Tim Router. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Dragon Barn. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the new releases for the next couple of weeks, I'm sure, are going to be really slim. <laughs> yeah. But uh, because they already are, like, there's only really two major ones this week. Uh, one is for PC. It's Secrets of Raticon. Mm. Uh, no idea what that is. And then for the Wii U, uh, because it's the new year, We Fit You. So, oh, that's right. So that came Which out. Which also the, sounds the, like it could be um, somebody who... We Fit You. It could be a fashion game. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Like someone's going to come take your measurements and be like... Exactly. <laughs> on the catwalk. Yeah, yeah, on the catwalk. That's a right. tailoring simulator. It's, yeah, a tailor simulator. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds so boring. That sounds... Yeah, shoot me. <laughs> we <Okay>. Fit You. <laughs> it's all in how... It's all where the... Like the emphasis falls. Oh yeah, we fit you. Be, we fit you. Be, we fit you. Not, we fit you. Not the we <laughs> fit you. Yeah, it's like we fit you. Yeah, you always need the emphasis on every word. That's exactly. Weird. That's crazy. All right, let's uh, top selling games for the week ending December twenty eighth. Once again, these charts are a week behind. You know, I the other night I was just doing some Google search and trying to find some sort of chart that can combine some digital downloads too. And I can't find anything for the life of me. I know over in the UK, they have some, some more accurate charts, but I was thinking about it and I'm like, you know, whoever is trying to collect all this data has to get stuff from Sony, get stuff from Nintendo, get stuff like, yeah. from all these people. And it's probably a pain to compile all that. Yep. So that's, that's probably why they don't have a chart like that. They go to Nintendo to get it. And they're like, we sell stuff online. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> So, you know, it's just it's just one of those things where I think most of these charts are going to continue to be brick and mortar stores versus digital downloads. Uh, hopefully that will change. I'm sure it will change within the next year or two. Mm -hmm. But uh, for for now, weekend, December 28th. Here we go. Number 10, Super Mario 3D World for the Wii U. Nice. Number nine, Madden NFL 25 for the 360. Number eight, Battlefield 4 for the 360. Number seven. Got that Pokemon XY. Nice. Oh, yes. 3DS. Got to catch them all, baby. That's right. Number six, NBA 2K14 for the 360. Number five, Call of Duty Ghost for the PS3. Number four, Grand Theft Auto V for the PS3. Really? No, here we go again. Number three, Just Dance 2014 for the Wii. Golly. <laughs> what? I don't get it. I still don't get it, but whatever, it That's works. Uh, I guess people were spending their have you guys cards from ever Christmas. Have you guys ever played those games? Yes. No, I have not. Hall, well, see, I don't know. Hall, your personality is so interesting because I would love to see Hall play Just Dance. Number 2014. one, I'd love to see it. Number two, did you find yourself like enjoying yourself? Um, <laughs> I, I, I more like to watch people play the game. But my, yeah, so my point is, I, somebody invited me over. They're like, you guys got to come over and play, look, just dance. And I was like, uh, I'm all right. And they're like, please just come over. Dude. So like, you know, 30 minutes and a bucket of sweat later, <laughs> right. I'm sitting in their living room like, uh, 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 okay. No, 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 no. Macarena, Macarena, me and you, Macarena. 
you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> like, it's just so interesting. And like Hall brings up a good point too. Like whether you're playing it or you're watching it, something about it is really fun. It, it really is. It's got, it, it can't not be fun. You're dancing. Like it's, it's actually good. the most fun when you're doing like family get togethers. Exactly. Yeah. And it was yeah. like that. It was me and Jenny and another couple and their kids. Oh, that's great. And it that's was like cool. just so much, there was so much fun surrounding it. And it was, yeah, that would be fun. I can see that being fun. Well, really there you is. have it. So. That's, that's why it's number three. There you have exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, number two, Grand Theft Auto five for the 360 and number one, Call of Duty Ghosts for the 360. Hmm. Nice. There you have it. Yep. Sweet. Timothy Hall. Yes, sir. I'm gonna, was, uh, I'm gonna guess at what your first story is gonna be. Well, actually, I've got a lot of stuff here. Uh, some of it's kind of small, though. Um, do Sorry. we want to talk about PlayStation now first? That's what I thought you were gonna say. We might as well dive oh, into yes, it. Now. Yeah, let's let's get into that. So, somebody tweeted at us the uh, yesterday. I think it was. They said the future is now because we talk about on a lot of these episodes. We talk about how oh, well, Gaikai's coming. We don't really know what it's going to be but you know it's coming and uh so sony announces playstation now at ces of all things that's that's kind of weird but you know it's funny um, <laughs> what's that i thought sorry i didn't bug my throat. um i thought it was weird too but at the same time it makes perfect sense i thought it was smart it makes perfect sense when you when you start reading into more of the stuff so for those who don't know uh, PlayStation Now is basically what Sony has been talking about, what they're going to do with Gaikai. So it's kind of like a cloud-based game service, similar to OnLive, where you can play PlayStation games. It, it, they they said mainly PlayStation 3 at this time, right? Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation 3 games on Sony devices. So they were talking, you know, you'll be able to play it on your on your PS4, on your PS Vita, on your Bravia TV. Yeah. And like a couple of, they mentioned a couple other devices. Tablets, that, your PS3, and eventually your cell phone. Why would you play PS3 streaming games on your PS3? Cause you might not have it. Yeah, I guess. That's weird. But if it's but a yeah, subscription, it. you know, say if you don't want to go out and buy the game, you just stream it. And it's going to be PS1 and PS2. I mean, it's going to be the whole gamut, right? Wow. What if you gonna... could play your PS3 games on your PS2? What? That would be hilarious. Oh. <laughs> if you're using a PS2 to stream? Yeah. <laughs> PS3 games? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, the, the library of PS2 and PS1, I think, are also going to make their way onto this situation. That's kind of cool. I mean, the reason that the PS2 and PS1 games would come over, I would think, would be because PS4 has, like, can't play those at all. Exactly. So they haven't written the emulators or anything for it yet. I, I tell you what, man, this is a big deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's it's making me a little nervous too at the same time. I, I, I'm just I'm praying and I'm sure it's not gonna be this way, but I'm praying it's not gonna be one of those uh Sims three instances where their servers just oh, Sim go City. down because Sim City, Sim City yeah, sorry, yeah. Sim City. <laughs> where uh where you know their servers crash because it they they gotta have their servers and their databases all put together and streamlined because you know how many people are gonna jump on that day one. It's oh. gonna be insane. And then to yeah. and then to have to stream games over the interwebs. 
is going to be is going to be insane. So I'm I'm nervous about it. I'm super excited if it works. Uh, the two things that I'm nervous about is and and the first one is like pricing. Like what? How is this going to work? Is it going to be like a three tiered system, or is it just going to be you know here's one set price for the for is it monthly? Is it annual? Is it going to be like PlayStation Plus? And two, I'm just worried about you know frame rate dropping, you know, crashing, all that fun stuff. Because anytime you deal with that stuff, you know, it's, it could be a night nightmare and just ask SimCity. They'll, they'll tell you. Yeah. Well, and I can speak from experience. I played a little bit of on live, which was basically this same thing. Um, and the way it worked is they had, you know, servers upon servers upon servers, and you would basically log in and you would be playing PC games you know, streaming from their uh, centralized servers, which I think they had maybe like five of them in the U.S., like five wow. server farms. Wow. Um, and it w- it worked pretty well. I didn't experience any slowdown or anything. The only problem was latency because I wasn't close to a server. Mm. Ah. So yeah. that's something that they're going to have to to figure out. Although I did play... Gaikai's demo, which this was a long time ago. Basically, if like you how went, long? Uh, probably two and a half years ago, maybe okay. three. There was a time where if you went to their website, and this was pre, this was before Sony bought them, you could play Mass Effect Two like on their website, like the first hour or something. Wow! Wow! Just to test out the tech, and it worked great. Wow! Okay. So, and this was two, like I said, two and a half, three years ago. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if, if they figured out the latency thing, because I don't know if they have servers near me, or maybe they're renting servers near me or something. Well, yeah. but even, at pretty C- slick. even at CES, they did, people were reporting that there was lag there. Oh, um, yeah. But they said it was playable. They said it was definitely playable. You could oh, tell if you were paying attention to it. But um, So the games they had at CES were Last of Us, God of War Ascension, Puppeteer, and Beyond Two Souls. Hmm. And they great games right there. Exactly. And they said playing Last of Us, you could you could tell a little lag, but they said God of War was still playable. Like you could still and you know, for people that have played God of War, that's a fast moving Yeah. That's a know, Twitch game. Yeah. Much. And so uh man, and then Beyond Two Souls is really slow moving anyway, so it's not like you would probably uh feel it as much on games like that or you know, and I've told you guys before, you know, what, playing Nino Cooney. Sure, there's some things that I want to do quickly, but it's not like, I don't know, it's not like a rhythm game where you're depending on it. Um, were they streaming games in from outside the show or did they bring the server to play the games as well? You know, I'd imagine it's from outside. Well, if they're, if they're streaming from outside the show, then that makes perfect sense. It's CES. Exactly. I mean, I mean yeah, there's, there's internet going all over there. the place. Yeah. I would think so. even if it was there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, that's more. That sounds a little more encouraging, though, because you know, Hall, if you were playing their demo two years ago, a cloud computing and cloud servers are vastly more popular, even in the in this past two year span. So those farms, uh, those server farms, have definitely increased, and I'm sure a lot of mm-hmm. those companies have built new ones as well. So that always helps, and plus the 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 tech. I mean, a lot can happen in two years with technology. So I would assume that that the latency issues would probably be a heck of a lot tighter than they would be two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I'm 
super excited. I think this is going to be fantastic. I'm just nervous that it's it's not going to work. Yeah, I think it'll I think it'll work. I, I mean, think it they'll definitely to. have if they're, bugs. If they're gonna, they're not going to put all this money in R and D and all this other stuff if it's not going to. Yeah. You know, it's definitely going to work. I just hope it's. I hope it's all that it's it's cracked up to be. Yeah. I think it's going to be a thing where it's it's honestly dependent on your partially dependent on your location. I think and right. Internet connection. Yeah. They said you're going to need at least five megabyte download speeds to even. Yeah, because my uh, <laughs> just going and visiting my mom over the holidays, like she has like. 784k dsl or something Ooh, like that ouch yeah like that's not gonna work no with that that kind of stuff like eat up nice jetson's reference there yeah, yeah very good you. very good jetson's reference um another thing i thought was cool about that though is that multiplayer will work like so say i'm on my ps4 don't know why i'd be doing this but let's say i was playing modern warfare 3 over guy or over playstation now i could play with kids that were playing on their playstations like their actual playstations wow yeah so, see, that just adds a whole nother level to latency issues and and server bandwidth yeah. i mean look at look at back at what was it at e3 when they had 53 people playing battlefield 4 at the same time and yeah. how did that work out when it launched <laughs> you know that's yeah. that's the kind of stuff that scares me it's like they're they're really i love the fact that they're pushing the envelope but especially when it comes to to online and everything i still get wary because it, it's bound to happen that servers are going to crash things are going to get overloaded uh, just because so many people want this it's great because there's a need for it people want this but yeah it's just it's going to be interesting but I think if anybody can do it, I think Gaikai can. I think they've always been a solid company and they know what they're doing. I think that this they're in a the best position to try this now because of PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Right. Like I look at my friends list. My sister and I share share PlayStation Plus, so like we get all the games and stuff um, using Game Share. If you guys remember what Game Share is, nope. But. Basically on my friends list, like I look at my entire friends list and it's all people who listen to the show and everybody has PS plus. Yep. Right. So that, that's a good sign anyway for <laughs> the amount of people that they're getting to jump on this service. Cause you got to think a lot of these companies that'll put their uh, game promos out there or put their games out there for free. I mean, in some cases, they're probably not getting reimbursed a lot for those games because those games are acting as promotional tools yeah, for yeah. new games. Mm. So and they probably chalk up that cost as a promotional marketing advertising exactly uh, expense anyway. Just like you know, I always bring up this example, but putting out Borderlands for free like a week before two came out sold me. It was I perfect. Was, I was hook, line, and sinker. They, they, I did exactly what they wanted me to do. Except you bought that for me, which was great, and I appreciated that. <laughs> yeah. But but I would have gone if if that hadn't happened. Like I had already planned that Christmas to go pick it up. Yeah, and it was totally smart. That's the way to do it. The only reason I brought that up is because you know I I bet Sony is making a, a probably a decent amount of money off of Plus and can afford to, uh, you know, go out and get some servers and make this thing happen. So yeah, or how, let's hope anyway. How much yep. would you guys pay for something like this? What's that? How much would you pay for something like this? A server? No, no, no. For no, PlayStation, for PlayStation now. now. Oh uh, man, I don't know. I would think it would be kind of like 
like when on live existed I, it, they may still exist they had like a 9.99 per month play pack i think it was uh-huh and it included like a decent amount of their catalog but then also too they had just games on a pay once and play forever basis oh really and they will have rental with playstation yeah, see, now th- they talk that's about that's why i think too. it could it could go the way of netflix where you pay you know 7.99 or 9.99 my question is are they going to give you limitations on how many games you could play? Like, is it going to be a tiered system where uh, you you spend more and you get uh, X amount of games, or or will it be unlimited? I don't know, man. I don't know what I. I mean, I would certainly pay for this. I would probably pay up to twenty dollars. Twenty dollars per what? month. Well, I don't. I, I mean, eh, I don't know. Maybe that, I mean, that's pushing it a little bit. That's. That's a, that's a good chunk of money a year, but maybe they do it kind of in a PlayStation Plus system. Like I did, I started with the, like the three month, and then there, what did they have? Like a three, six, and a, a full year? Is that what PlayStation Plus has? Yes, some, mm, something yeah. like that. But if yeah. they have some sort of tiered system, I think that would be cool too. But you I know, think it's I'd three and want, twelve. I don't know if they have a six. Oh, okay. Yeah, you might be right. It might be three and twelve. It's like one month, three month, twelve months. Or I something. think I, I would hope that they. Maybe I hope they do this too. PlayStation Plus members get a free trial for the first thirty days. Yeah, I think everybody's going to get a free trial. You have you almost have to because I'm not going to drop all this money if it's not going to work. Of yeah. course, I'm sure you could cancel it at any time, but I don't know, man. It's it's going to be interesting. I clearly I would the cheaper it is the better. But for this kind of stuff with the catalog, and because I'm newer to gaming, I'd be all over it, and I would I would pay a higher amount a month. Yeah, if, if it all works, if it all works well. Well, there's a limited beta coming out this month. They said, "Wow!" So hopefully, one of us three can jump on that. And then they said they expect it launching this summer. So I don't know if that's going to be pre E3 or post E3. But can you sign up for the beta at, play, at PlayStation? Not website? yet. I checked. Right, not yet. I'm all over that. Hog. That'd be awesome. Give us something yep. else, buddy. Uh, looking at. Some of the steam machines are showing up at CES, yeah. and one of them really grabbed my interest because it's five hundred dollars. Yep. Wow. So the company I buy power, they're pretty well known for custom PCs and stuff like that. I have one. Oh, okay, that works. Um, they're hitting the market with a system that they say is comparable to uh, the new consoles that are out, and like I said, it's five hundred dollars. They said hitting that price point is not easy. Nope. I bet. But this is really interesting to me because that is a great price point for a second box if you are a already a PC gamer yep. and you don't want to move your PC into the living room. That's really a good price for a second box. That's cheap. Yeah. Real cheap. And it's supposed to come with a uh, one of those... Valve controllers, which are Steam controllers, and I think those are by themselves are like a hundred or something like that, aren't they? I don't, I don't, I didn't see the price of those. I mean, I've seen well the Steam controllers. It, it's kind of a modern take on on a controller, and I don't know if I would like it necessarily. But I mean, if you buy this box and you don't like the controller, you know, you just plug in your uh, Xbox 360 controller. or you know, then go to town. Yep. Yep. And it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy time, man. Uh, 13 companies, uh, as of now have signed on 
um, to create the steam machines, including I buy power origin alienware is going to make one, which is crazy. That's cool. Um, and, uh, the, the price range right now is from four ninety nine to six thousand dollars, <laughs> and so wow. it's kind of like they're kind of, you know, the, they said that, you know, the guys like I buy power that are are known for kind of putting out stuff and trying to get stuff in people's hands, and then like people like what is it Falcon Northwest or something like that Falcon Northeast or the other big company. They'll probably do, they're going to do more of the high end ones and, um, it's going to be crazy. So let me ask you this. I know we're not all PC gamers, but what's the benefit? Why, why would I spend that much money on a steam box when I, when all I would do is upgrade my, my PC? I mean, is it just to, is it just to bring it into the living room or is it? I think it is you, because they want it to be small, quiet, um, you know, the, uh, uh, I know when I was a kid playing um, Counter-Strike and Half-Life and Team Fortress and all this, like there would have been no way my mom would have let me bring my desktop tower into the living room right? with all no, the lights like, uh, and the no, fans. I Cause I had like, I built my own computer back then and uh, you know, I had like freaking led lights in there and the fans, Liquid extra cool. fans, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it's so just awesome. loud kicking it up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> the bubbles from the yeah, water. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like, who's blowing leaves yeah, outside. Boop, boop. Um, and so, uh, Anyway, so I think that's what this is creating is something that's like the Xbox, that's like the Wii U, that's like the PS3, PS4, where you just put it in your entertainment system and plug it up and you have a controller and kick it up and it's ready to go. I, I would just think, though, it, if you're a PC gamer, you don't necessarily to, – to me, if I was a PC gamer, that I don't think I would care that much about that because you know I go to my, my desk, I go to wherever, and I play my games there. Yeah. Uh, is it is it worth that much money to condense it all into one little box that you can play in your living room? That I guess that's the question. And maybe that's a good question for any PC gamers out there. I'd love to know your thoughts on on the Steam Box machine. Is it worth it? Would it be worth it for you to switch over to something like this? Or are you happy with I mean, if you've been PC gaming for years, I don't necessarily think you would change and want to do that, but I don't know. Well, Could you be. also gotta to think too, there's the there's the console consumer out there as sure. well. Oh, but yeah. But big time, if these things are not on the shelf next to, you know, the Xbox three or the Xbox one or the PS4, they're not going to sell to no, the, to not. that consumer. And maybe that consumer is not going to go to I buy power and buy a console. Right. And right. maybe that's, maybe that's the niche market that they're looking at. But if they are getting into this console world, they have to play like the consoles do, and they have to get they have to get FaceTime and shelf time in the Best Buys and the Targets and the Walmarts if they want to compete. Uh, the, I think. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, sorry, real quick. I, I think that that the market that they're hitting is that PC consumer that just wants to bring something into the living room because. Yeah. The Mac Mini unintentionally became that when it came out. You know, a bunch of you know guys who were used to building their own Windows boxes or building their own what have you. Um, they looked at the Mac Mini and they said, "Hmm, six hundred dollars. That's that's perfect to put a PC in my living room." 
you know, for hmm. home theater PC, yeah. basically. Sure. I mean, home theater PCs really don't exist to a certain degree anymore because we have Roku and Apple TV and Chromecast and all that stuff now. Right. But back when we didn't have that stuff, you know, people would put full-size PCs in their living room. Gabe Patillo did it with his laptop. There you go. I, yeah, did, so, I mean, you know, I would hook my laptop kind of Jimmy rig it to my television and try to, you know, watch shows or do whatever, play music, you know. Yeah, and, and a lot of people did that. That's why the Mac Mini kind of gained popularity kind of on, I would say, kind of on the side of what it already did, you know, being a piece, being like an actual computer. It gained popularity because it was small and it was quiet. And you could just set it right there up next to your TV or put it in your entertainment center. It was, I mean, it was so small. Yeah. And it just worked. So I think that this is a perfect companion to somebody that already has a PC and doesn't want to drag it into the living room. You know, it's especially the I buy power one because it's $500. Right. And you know what's so interesting about it is there's going to be so many companies making it. It seems so yeah, that's scattered. A lot. Yeah, that's a lot of companies and a lot of good ones in there too. Exactly. So it's like mm-hmm. that know what they're doing. So it'll be interesting. It will yeah, we'll really we'll definitely interesting. see. I can't wait to watch it unfold. Um so a tweet went out from a guy named Rob Simpsey S E M S E Y. Simpsey. Okay. That's what I'm going with. PR manager at Microsoft. He said, and I quote, rest assured. Your next Halo journey will begin in 2014. Hashtag wow. stay calm. There wow. you go. So there's a Halo game landing this year. That is really exciting. Really exciting. Man, it is going to be a good year. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> it really It is going to be a good year for games. I, re- I, I Well, at least I hope. But no, I, it's going to be a good year. I think it's, I'm very confident in saying it's going to be a, gr- a great year. Yeah, that's one of those, I mean, Halo, she's Louise, man. Halo games, I think, typically launch in September, so we could see a September release. Yeah, and then do you think that Naughty Dog would try to hit right at the same time? Uh, I can't I see think, Halo I think releasing if, and Uncharted not releasing. I think if Uncharted 4 is coming, I think it's coming later in the year, probably uh, October, November. Yeah, you think oh, Holidays? Had- yeah. It would have to be. I've heard rumors that it's it's now slated for 2015. Oh. But, I wouldn't be surprised. But the, again, those are rumors. But when's Titanfall coming out? Uh, I have no I want to say close to summer. Yeah. Oh, so, is that I, would, I would hope. I think I w- April or May. I would hope that they would space those out. Yeah, they know? will. They'll be fine. If even if they spaced them out a month, they'd still both sell really well. Man, those those two games might be. The draw that makes me get an Xbox One. You if could, I, well, if I save up a 360, you could definitely get Titanfall at least. That's so, true. That's one that's thing true. to think of. And the 360, you could easily get a 360. I mean, shoot, oh, yeah. for the holidays, shoot. they were a hundred dollars. I know. I saw that. I was like, wow. That I mean, it's super tempting. Yeah. But I want the Connect Hall. I gotta have the Boo. Connect. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell you mine for real. Okay, exactly. Okay, great. <laughs> for free. Um. Speaking of well, time, I, I could let you borrow it. I was going to say I forgot we got Just Dance and <laughs> Dance Central. <laughs> awesome! That's the only time it comes out, <laughs> right? Um, that's hilarious. Speaking of Titanfall, the multiplayer has been capped at six versus six. Oh wow! Which 
was smaller than I thought. I was like, huh. Cause I like playing ground war on, uh, on, uh, Call of Duty Ghost or Call of Duty. They've had ground war where the teams are a little bit bigger. I think it's nine and nine. Um, but everybody's got an AI mech in Titanfall. Hmm. Wow. So that's a lot of, pe- that's a lot of people on screen. So it's really like 24 people out there. I'm a little nervous that it's, it's going to be a little more like overload. Yeah. I don't know how the mechs are going to work. Like if they're going to be there the whole time I mean, or you're going to have to like it. call them in and then they'll leave or, you know, I mean, just watching that demo, it's like, if you don't, if you take a wrong term, you're ba- basically dead. Like so fast paced. I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's going to hurt. It's going to be crazy. Everyone's going to be coming off sweating, dripping, like, just, <laughs> yeah. be like, what are you playing? Just dance? Be like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Titanfall. <laughs> Titanfall. <laughs> I think with Titanfall, uh, aren't they launching their, uh, cloud multiplayer servers too? I'm not sure. I mean, they're definitely improving the multiplayer servers before they release Titanfall. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. They better. Cause it's coming. It's going to be crazy. And that's going to be a, that's def, I mean, it's going to be an Xbox One seller. So, oh heck yeah! Oh yeah. gosh, yes. I think I think that's going to be the new Halo, the new Gears of War franchise for them, and that's that's exactly what they need to do. I could see it. I could see it doing what Gears did for the 360. Yeah, really yeah. helping it establish itself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Agreed. Um, you have anything else, Hall? Um. One more thing, MLB 2K has been canceled. Canceled. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, it, well, f- for 2014, I'm pretty sure the show is the only baseball game coming out now. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see if anybody else takes this up because 2K had the exclusive on, uh, third party baseball games. Hmm. That's why Sony was able to make one because they're a first party platform. Oh wow! But uh, it's inter- It'll be interesting to see if anybody, if any third party developer takes up the baseball uh, license for third parties. And I think EA would be the only one who would do it if they do. And even <laughs> then, I don't think we'll see right. a baseball game from them in a long time. Yeah, right. I exactly. can't imagine. So Man. it's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. Are baseball games really fun? Uh, the show is pretty fun. It's a little highbrow in some things just because it's, it's more of a simulator, like a, like a handling the team kind of thing. Well, it's kind of like a baseball simulator, but you do have one player that you're kind of taking through his career. Mm. But it, like when I played it, I always just kind of switched it to as arcadey as I could. Right. Like to play. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. I prefer like an arcade style baseball game. Right, so. right. Huh, huh. That's interesting. Ken Griffey Jr. Major League Baseball for the Super Nintendo. Best baseball game <laughs> ever. There you made. go. <laughs> so, that's awesome. I loved real. back in the day, like the NES, SNES era, Genesis. I loved baseball games back then. Oh yeah. Freaking step up to the plate, try to knock it out of there, and then like throwing people out when you were the other guy, uh getting in a pickle. <laughs> so great. I'm telling you, if you haven't played King Griffey Jr. baseball for Super Nintendo, it really is like the best game. It it was so good. They didn't even have the 
MLB license, and it was amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's nice. Yeah. King Griffey Jr. was the only real player in the game. So, <laughs> um, so you know, I, I don't know if anybody will remember, but months and months and months and months and months ago, we talked about China's ban on video games, on video game systems coming there and how there's kind of an underground black market where you can kind of get your hands on one. Uh, but it's been illegal for them to sell, um, video games since like the early 2000s. And they're thinking of lifting that ban. Wow. Which would be huge. Only because there's 1.35 billion with a B, buh, 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 billion people in China. Oh boy. And, uh, if, uh, that opened up and Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo could get in there, I think it could be a game changer. Um, yeah, you think servers crash now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, it dropped its old console ban, and now it's waiting on the Cultural Management Department of State Council to Oof. come up with the new regulations for what they want video games in China to look like. So I'd imagine Sony and everybody's got their fingers crossed. So it's not a green light yet, but it's nef- definitely not the red light that it's been. They are salivating right now. That's awesome. That's, that's cool. But that's also, Hey, welcome to communism. That's how it works. <laughs> Get <laughs> you know, to tell it, you what you do. With yeah. They, it, there's a department for everything and there you have it. <laughs> wow. That's funny. So but that would be, that would be awesome though. Yeah. I, I could think, imagine being like a 14 year old kid in China right now. Like oh. what? Wait, what? <laughs> My whole life I haven't <laughs> been able to play video games. I know, right? Oh. Yeah. But do they, do the Chinese just go to other countries to buy that stuff or are I'm they just sure. not allowed to bring it in at all? Like if they own it, they still can't bring it in. I mean, but you, uh, you make it sound like it's so easy. Just like hop out of the country and then come back. Right. You know well, what I'm saying? They, like when's the last time any of us left the country? Right. Yeah, I understand that. But they're, I mean, Hong Kong's like right there. Yeah. yeah. It's like the biggest import export city. It, yeah. I'm with you all like, and that's why there's gotta be like a flourishing black market there. Like there's no way there's, there's people getting them where there's a will, there's a way. Right. And I'm not saying that that people don't have a PlayStation in in all of China, but what I'm saying is the opportunity that's there. If they just say, Hey, you can sell these here is, I mean, that's direct money. Oh yeah. I mean, there's there's still, there's still not as many consoles as there would be if they would lift that. Oh, I'm certain of that. Oh, God, I'm sure it's under a million. And oh, PC gaming be... is really popular there. See? Wow. Steambox. I wonder if Steambox Steam can Box. release there then. The Steam Machine. Hmm. Good. I wonder if that'd be considered something different. I wonder about that. Linux based. Ooh wee. Could you imagine? Oh my gosh. Just thinking about that gives me butterflies for Valve. Like, hey, they can't sell Xboxes and Playstations here, but we can sell Steam machines here. Oh, oh my gosh. You'd be the only console on the market. Oh, oh man. 1.35 billion people. <laughs> You'd finally see games being made for Linux, like all <laughs> games. overnight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Instantly. That, wow. That's one thing I guess we forgot to talk about with the Steam machines is since it's Linux based, it's like, I guess if these things do really well, people are going to have to start, you know, having a Windows and Linux version of their games. Yep. Windows, Linux, and Mac. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen for sure. That's amazing. Hmm. 
Um, so there's a website called gamesdonequick.com. I saw this story. I thought it was awesome. I wanted to bring it up. We're a little late to the party. I wish we could have talked about this before, uh, this week, but, um, from January 5th to the 11th, um, they've been doing this thing called the awesome games done quick. Uh, I think that's just what it's called. And it's an annual event that started in 2010 and they, uh, this year they're raising money for the prevent cancer foundation. And awesome. And so far they've raised $80,000. That's great. Um, they raised a bunch of money last year and what it is, is I guess you go and, you know, sponsor these kids. Like you do anything that, that you raise money for, but these guys sit around and for five, six days, they beat games beginning to end. Hmm. And, uh, that's why it's called games done quick. So from Mario brothers to borderlands Two, they sit there and you, you know, sponsor them to beat these games fully. And so it's just so crazy because they say they try to pick games that are exciting because they have, they're streaming their whole thing. You can go to gamesdonequick.com and check it out. And you could probably, uh, give money from there as well. Uh, but they have a streaming event. They said they try to pick games that are exciting to watch and that have really good speed runs where I don't know if anybody saw it, but a couple years ago, uh, Mario Brothers three, I think floated around on YouTube where this kid beat it in 11 minutes. And he's just flying through it. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy to watch him do some of these levels because you're like, are you serious? So I would imagine that's what this whole thing looks like is just kids just that know these games backwards and forwards and just blaze through the whole story. So wow, I wouldn't be I, I'd like to like see some they should hopefully they set up some uh we plays with that and uh Freaking, that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah that'd be amazing if they were. Well, that'd be funny if they were speed running Borderlands two, not killing anybody, and basically they get to the end of the game at level one. <laughs> right. Yeah. All they have is a pistol. <laughs> but dude, that's that's pretty amazing. Like, I'd love that job. That'd be fun. I know. Could you imagine? So you got to be really good at a game. To sponsor Tim Router, please call one eight one eight eight Tiger Claw. One eight eight Tiger Claw. I would love to see something like this on like PBS, where it's like a telethon. Oh, it'd be amazing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Somebody it, just people it, getting headshotted in the background. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it's VHS quality for no reason. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a great idea. Oh, everybody's messing it. with their tracking. That's like, right. oh, my tracking's messed up. No, my tracking's off. <laughs> um, Hall, did you have anything else before we nope. move on? Um, well, I'm ready for the question. <laughs> there it is. Um, I was waiting for it. For those that are atheists out there, um, I'm going to get on my soapbox for two seconds. How can you not believe in God when he gives us the gift of Michael Bay at the Samsung press conference? <laughs> <laughs> whenever things like this happen and i'll explain myself in a second but whenever things like this happen i'm like how can you not believe there's a god and that he loves us (laughs) and gives us things like michael bay at the samsung press conference so michael bay as you guys know the director of transformers and bad boys and anything big action where stuff blows up that makes zero sense in the background. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With the characters walking, walking towards you. Walking towards the screen, yeah. <laughs> exactly. In slow motion. 
uh, was doing a press conference for Samsung, was out there as a guest speaker. And he said, this is what he said. He got excited and talked over someone else's line to which made the teleprompter guy freak out. And he's like trying to find where Michael's at. And he's like moving the teleprompter around. And so you kind of see Michael Bay. He's like talking, talking, talking. He's like, and I, I, I um, uh, oh yeah, he, and he, get, he like gets mad, real frustrated for a second. He goes, ah, dang it. And like turns around, like puts his back to the audience and then is like, and then turns back around. I think like realizing, oh crap, I'm in front of people and on the internet streaming right now. And he's like, I- I'm sorry. The, uh, the, the copy is all off. Like, you know, the yeah. teleprompter is all off. He goes, I'll just wing it. And, uh, Michael and Bay does, can't wing it. And doesn't wing it yeah. at all. <laughs> oh, God. That's not in his, uh, his wheelhouse of talents. And then he blew up the TVs behind him and walked away or walked toward you. <laughs> and, uh, no. So what ends up happening is he stumbles, 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 apologizes and just walks off. Honestly, though, <laughs> that's probably the smartest thing he could have done. No, like, the smartest thing you could have done is just talk from the heart. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like you no, love I, this thing. You're talking about yourself. Like if somebody said, Gabe, tell me about yourself. I don't need a teleprompter to tell you. That's right. Who you I got a am, days. what I'm about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, hey we have a teleprompter on every show. That's right. <laughs> Gabe sits there, pulls up a chair in 1993. Yeah, exactly. I went and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. I I kind of felt bad for him, and then I kind of laughed at the same time. Exactly. I felt bad for him, but it seems like he took it. When he released the statement, I was like, okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I do get the panic of going out and reading a script and then no longer having the script. So it's not that Michael Bay probably can't wing it or can't talk about himself. I mean, he's probably, he's been in interviews. It's not like those were teleprompter interviews, right? but to go out there with a script that says this, 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 and then all of a sudden not having it, your brain kind of goes to a different thing. Cause it wasn't expecting to have to talk off the cuff. If, exactly. If they, and that's, if they invited about said, just talk about directing. And to me that to me that also indicates that he probably just wasn't prepared with his busy schedule. He probably flew in, did his thing and flew out and he probably didn't prepare or didn't get a whole lot of, you know, mentally just wasn't prepared for it so he could really discuss it. I think that would be the key. That's happened to me once like back in the day I actually uh, there's a college here in Franklin called O'More College of Design and my wife was the fashion chair at the time. This was like uh, I want to say 99 2000 somewhere around there and so she had asked me to do a to do a class for the semester on html web design i'd never taught my life before and the first day that happened like i had a set schedule and i was talking to these kids there's only like 12 of them in in the the thing i'm like hey guys you know what can we just take 10 15 minutes for a second and i just let them go on break (laughs) seriously because your your mind really does that like you get flustered because i was just going um and so here we have the, um, uh, and I seriously, I seriously pulled a Michael Bay. I didn't stomp out or anything, but I just said, Hey, look, you know what? Let's take a break for 10, 15 minutes. Best thing I ever did came back and then killed it. And it was great. Good. And every, and everybody was, you know, fine. And, and it all worked out. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's, I can see that yeah, of course. happening, but dude, it it's Michael anybody. freaking Bay for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah. Happened to anybody. Uh, Hall, did you say <laughs> that it? would be funny if he just like, he stumbled and he's like, Ah, screw it, and it just there was an explosion. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about, man. Just fire! <laughs> and then somehow he gets time to slow down, and then he walks yeah, towards exactly. you with an explosion in the <laughs> walks back. Walks towards the camera. He's, he's walking look. very, very slowly, but wow. everybody else is like still in fast motion. They're like, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. It's like the Zach Morris freeze, except right. it's the Michael Bay slowdown. It's awesome. <laughs> well, you guys know where to find us. Twitter.com slash MTTG cast. Married to the games.com. Check out the forums. Check out the website. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. iTunes, Stitcher, rate us with highs. Please, a lot of stars, stars everywhere. Uh, I saw the the coolest review on iTunes the other day, by the way. For who? And for us? Yeah, like he had mentioned that um, we're a show that he can listen to when he's taking his kids to school. I thought that was the coolest thing. Oh, oh man, man, that's that awesome. awesome. It, that it really cool. like matches our our show, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, totally. And he's probably yeah. listening right now, and I'm like stumbling, you know, because I don't have a teleprompter, but... <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just get out of here, Hall? Why don't you just get out of here? Yeah, all right. right. All right. <laughs> Fire! That's um, really cool, man. I love that. That's yeah, great. We want to be for everybody. Everybody's learning about video games is learning. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Um, man, I can't believe it's 2014. That's nuts. No, it's nuts. Let's get into some questions. All right, Facebook, Jeff Swan. Question for the podcast group. Given That's that us. That would be us. Given that Router is newer to gaming, if you could snap your fingers and have him have the experience of playing an entire series through, what would it be? Final Fantasy VII. No. Uh, no the whole se- he'd have to play the whole series. Yeah, the whole series. Oh, all the fun? No, no, no. I don't want to. Right, see, we so snap here- our fingers, and you'd already have played it. So exactly. you would have to go true. through. Okay, that's true. Okay, so for me, he said, for me, I think coming into gaming late, he had really missed out on a ton of innovation and just great games by not having played the Metal Gear Solid series. That's what I was gonna say. That was my second one. There you go. Mm, that series redefined storytelling, stealth, stealth action, and cinematic gaming through fantastic voice acting and character development. Yeah, tell me, guys. What do you think? You think uh, met- I, I would be into Metal Gear? Metal yes. Gear is a good one, and it really would be fu- it would be funny for you to play it now, just because the first one, their mouths don't move, just their head. So every time <laughs> oh, yeah. they say a word, their head twitches. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. pretty funny. It's awesome and creepy all at the same time. And yep. because there's no chance that I would ever want you to play in JRPG now. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I would I think my number one choice would still be Final Fantasy only because you. Number one, you would really appreciate where Final Fantasy has come. And then uh just the history of like, I mean, he's talking about storytelling. I think the F- Final Fantasy seven games. I mean, you talk about no mouth moving barely a head bob you know maybe some shrugs and stuff but like you found yourself really really caring about the characters and i huh. think metal gear um still had voice acting pretty early on the um, first one did yeah and so uh where final fantasy didn't but you still cared for some reason so if i could snap my oh, I'm fingers thinking of the solid series never mind sorry oh okay yeah the first metal gear didn't so if you 
if you would, th- if I could, if I could snap my fingers and you have any, I think it would be that. It'd still be Final go. Fantasy. That's awesome. Thanks, Jeff, for that question. Because uh, Chayman on Twitter also asked. Now he said, "Question for T- Tr." But I'm gonna. I want this to go to all of us. With PS Now announced, will you use it to play classic games you didn't years ago or mostly newer ones? And for me, I mean, because I'm so new to this, I I, I know I'd want to go back and play some classic games, but at the same time being kind of thrown into the latest technology versus going back. I don't know what I get bored with it or what I'd be like, this, this is It'd no be fun. Hard. It'd be hard. I think, it, I yeah. think it would be hard. What do you, what would you guys do? Would you guys focus more on more like this past generation games or would you go way, go way, way back? I guess it depends on their catalog too, but I don't know how many classic games I would play versus trying to play newer ones. Yeah, I think classic would, games with like 3D would throw you off because 3D in its infancy was kind of crappy. Yeah, uh, it was not good at all. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it, for me too. I'm using. I'd be using PlayStation Now as as more of a um, on the road traveling kind of thing. So it would be more just to you know continue Nino Cooney in my bunk on the bus or in the hotel than it would be. Um, wanting to go back and play a bunch of games I missed, probably. I mean, yeah. I probably would dip back every now and then, but I don't see that being the focus for me. There are PS2 games you could jump into, Router. Oh yeah, so, no, that that's what I'm saying. But like, uh, with the with modern, mo- like modern mechanics and stuff, and especially because most games, I mean, they tell you where to go. There's not a whole, there's not a whole lot of just exploration with no idea what you're doing yeah right um but there's a lot of that in ps1 and ps2 games huh. so i think what i'll do though is when it comes out and if if everything's working the way i think it's going to work and i'm just i'm going to tweet out to everybody and just be like all right I'll, I'll pick like three games and be like okay guys which one should i pick because i want i want other people's input especially you guys just to be like okay what what should i be playing i've i right. haven't been playing games all my life you know what were some impactful ones and that so, I missed, yeah. shoot, man, maybe I will play Final Fantasy VII. No, don't play it. All right, maybe I won't. I don't know. <laughs> it's still fun. I mean, it's an awesome game. I love it, but I just don't see him liking it, really. I think I just need to experience it. I have to experience a JRPG once in my life, and I, I, it, don't you think it should be that one? That's true. I came over to the Western RPG just for Skyrim and Mass Effect, which I'd never done before. Yeah. And I really loved Mass Effect. But, I mean, it's just like the graphics and everything. I mean, it's just so sprightly and, uh Yeah. That's why 7 would probably be the good one. Yeah. It, but you would have to play it with a walkthrough, for sure. Just to get through it? Yeah, because when you get out to the world map, man, I mean, they don't really <laughs> tell you. Like, when you get the airship. Yeah. Yeah, they don't tell you where to go. You just got to figure oh. it all out. Oh, so it's can I say, it, too? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Robert. No, no, I was just going to say, so it like turns into open world and you just don't know where you're going? Yeah, you and I, do, I think... You know where you're going. No, no not really, because you, you kind of have to have to kind of go explore places to kind of find out what you have to do next. I mean, they kind of tell... They'll give you like... They'll say, maybe we should go to this city, but, you know, you don't know where that city is. You got to find it. Okay. I mean, trust me, Gabe, as somebody who played it again recently... Yeah. Yeah, I I just grabbed a, a guide and went back through it instead of trying to figure it out again. I mean, if he wanted to do like 
the, you know, all the chocobo stuff and all that. I could see that, but I didn't think it was that hard on the. I mean, I don't, I, you know, obviously when I played it the first time, I didn't play it with a guide and I didn't seem to think it was that bad. But nowadays, like with as little time as we get to game typically. Yeah. Like, you know, you could spend hours just trying to figure out that game. Wow. So, and I main I mainlined it the last time I played it and it was 40 hours. Wow. So that's a beast. (laughs) I love it. Golly. (laughs) I think I poured 60 or 70 hours into that game back in the day. Anyway, awesome. yeah. good question. It's just that, you know, games in that, in that time, just they didn't hold your hand near as much. Yeah. So, Nino Cooney holds your hand way too much. If I could say that about Nino Cooney, it's mm-hmm. like, it like, I feel like I'm 40 hours in. It's like, all right, Ollie boy, you know that you got to cast this spell and choose this thing. And you're like, I'm two days into this game straight. Like, <laughs> why are you still telling me that? I, you're, you're like, hang on. I got this. <laughs> exactly. Please excuse me. Hey, hey, That's hey, awesome. hey, hey. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on to Twitter. Uh, at Calm Fury, Michael Guthrie. Does PlayStation Now help sway your decision between PS4 and Xbox One? PlayStation well, Now? Is that what he means? Yes. Uh, is that, isn't that what I said? Oh, sorry. It is the emphasis threw me off. Does PlayStation okay. Now? Does PlayStation? Yeah. Does sorry. PlayStation Now help sway your decision <laughs> yeah, between exactly. PS4 and Xbox One? Thank you. Well, um, since we're already kind of PS, well, I'm a PS4 owner. Um, it, it definitely reinforces my decision. I think it's, I, I, it's just, it's still your preference. Like, I'm, I'm curious if Microsoft's going to come out with something to compete with this because this is a big deal and they have to, they have to recognize this. And I, I would, I want to see their response and see how they, how they handle this. Mine doesn't sway me from Xbox one or PS four, but it definitely solidifies my Vita purchase. There you go. Yeah, that, there you go. That's a big deal right that's there. That's a great, that's a great perspective. Well, if it came out and it was amazing, I mean, you know, get rid of your PS three and get a Vita. Exactly. Yeah. And the only thing the Vita is missing is a case that allow. Because what happens is the Vita's only got two trigger buttons, L1 and R1, and then the back touch screen is oh, your yeah, that's right. L2 that's right. R2. Now yep. there have been guys like on YouTube and on the internet that are um looking at how to make a case that adds those buttons that triggers the touch pads, and they have done it successfully. Wow. So if Sony can get with those guys and make a case that kind of almost makes the Vita have those extra triggers, man, oh, man. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's hey, pretty slick. Gabe, I meant to ask you, have you uh, played Tearaway? No, For... but everybody is saying to play. I, I've, I heard it again uh, on another podcast that, you know, because this this other guy was a new Vita owner, played Tearaway and like just fell in love with the Vita more and more because Tearaway has all like it utilizes all of the functionality of the Vita. Mm. So that might be a game for you to pick up too. I know I might, I might, it just went on sale too. I missed it. Sweet. I'll get it. Sweet. I'll get it sometime. Well, good question, Michael. Thank you for that. Um, Lane white at lane storm. Hey guys, do you think that Assassin's Creed black flag is a perfect game? Perfect does not have to mean flawless. Thanks for your enthusiasm. You don't have to ask me. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's who we have to ask. None of us. Have well, yeah. that's true. <laughs> that well, that's actually, that's actually true. It is not a perfect game. I don't think there really, to me, there, there isn't a true and perfect is definitely subjective as well. 
it is it is certainly not a perfect game, but it is it is a fantastic game for you to just go around and and it, it's 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 a play around kind of a game. It's just one of those games where you do your your main missions. But for me, when I was playing the game, especially when you get your ship and you can just navigate around the map and just go and get treasures and get all this other stuff, <clears throat> I <laughs> I was playing so m- many of the side missions, and just having so much fun with it that there were areas that I couldn't I couldn't access yet because I hadn't gone to the actual mission that unlocked it. And I kept and I was actually starting to look it up like why is this area not available yet? Mm. And it turns out I had to I had to go into one of the main missions to actually unlock that. That's how much fun I was having just going around and doing all this stuff. And it it it's just it's great. It's just a it's a great fun open world game. So that's my two cents. And I think Gabe, you'll agree with me and, and Hall, you'll agree with me once you guys start playing it. Yeah, Router's game of the year for 2013. Yeah, it's definitely my game of the year. Nice. Let's keep it moving because so, Hall's got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we've got two more. Uh, Nathaniel Evans at Kid uh, Cootie. What is your biggest slash favorite jaw dropping moment from a video game that you've experienced? That's a great question. Wow. I've got two. I actually have two. Uh, the, the beginning. The first ten minutes of The Last of Us was pretty in, was oh pretty my intense. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, that's a good one. And the the ending of uh, the Wolf Among Us. Oh, for Wolf me. Among Us! Wow, those are my two favorite moments so far. Oh, uh, Infinite, the ending of Infinite. Oh yeah, sure. Ooh, yeah, very good. Yeah. Oh man, jaw dropping. Biggest or favorite jaw-dropping moment? And then there's a moment in Final Fantasy VII, too, and Gabe knows what I'm talking about. I know. I I, I hate to go back to that game. Like, I, I always <laughs> no, want to say don't. that game. But even, like, it's funny because I know which part you're talking about, Hall, but even, like, the beginning of Final Fantasy VII, I had not seen anything like that yet. None of us had. That full motion really video. And like I pivotal. was like, yeah, I was like, what is, the, what? What is this? And then for some reason it grabbed me so much that I forgave it when it just jumped back to the regular graphics. Like I was mm-hmm. like, this game looks incredible. <laughs> I was like, well, the character didn't have hands, but they had uh, a really good opening for the, the time. I mean, I mean, the opening was good enough that they launched the PS3 with it. If that tells you anything, yeah, it, you know, at E3 when they or whatever it was when they presented the PlayStation 3, the very first tech demo they showed was the opening scene from Final Fantasy 7. So, uh, gosh, it's hard for me not to say Final. I have to. Just, I'll Final Fantasy Seven. Sorry, I know I sound like a broken record. No, that's awesome. That's great. Broken freaking record. All right, last question, and this is a good one. Uh, Jahangir Mohammed at Jahangir uh, <laughs> says, "What do you guys? What do you guys think about PS 4s 4.2 million sales figures? Should Microsoft be worried?" Let me give you some backstory because this just came out like 19 hours ago. Yep. PlayStation 4 sold 4.2 million units through the end of t- 2013. Yep. The, uh, the number eclipsed the Xbox One consoles by 1.2 million. Right. Xbox said they re- they sold 3 million. Yeah. Sold 3 million. So should Microsoft be worried? No. 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 I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't think if, so if at it, all. If it got to it where they were severely getting outsold, they would do something about it. Yeah, exactly. if it was two to one, but I mean. Yeah, they don't They don't need to be worried. And in fact, once Titanfall comes out, I think Sony may have to be a little worried. But we'll see. You know, I'll we'll see what, how that goes. I don't know if there's ever been, I can't say ever, 
but I don't know if there's been since we've been doing this podcast, a game that released on Xbox and PlayStation, that PlayStation was number one on the charts. Yeah. It's never it's always that's, been that's true. You're absolutely Xbox right on ahead of PlayStation. So I think even with those sales, you know, yep. people in, in the West, we have to clarify own way more three sixties than PS threes, but in the East, it's not even close. I mean, oh, Sony yeah. is killing Microsoft in Japan and places like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I don't think it's anything for either one of them to be worried about. And again, it all comes down to just games. What's your preference? How, you know, which platform do you prefer? It, to me, it's all kind of the same oat bag at, at some point And, you know, everything's, you know, it's just it's completely your preference. There's there's variances here and there, but in the end, it's all about the games. Yep. And no matter what console you're in, it's it's great. Yep. I, I could think see, this, I could see myself within the within the next five years with both. You know, I agree. Yep. Well, I was going to say with you know a PS4, an Xbox One, and possibly a Steam machine. There you go. Just because there's games on PC that's not on other things. I mean, it yep. is about the games. Yeah. Yep. It's all about the games. I like it. That's why we're but married I, you know, to it, baby. I I mean I think it's it's a good it's a good win for Sony. I think that that helps them considering their last uh console launch. Right. So I think this it's definitely a wonderful three you know 180 turn for them that they were able to do that. Uh but it's not it's not going to change anything. Microsoft is just going to just be like, "Okay, good for you. Here we go." Big wheels keep on turning. That's right. Primary keep on burning. <laughs> Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> man hey, competition is good for everybody yeah Amen. exactly it's especially good for us gamers yep because they're gonna keep pushing the envelope baby all right anything else you guys that's it paul no i'm good i'm good <laughs> well of course thank you guys for being here we have a question for you guys now that your feet are back under you it's 2014 you're probably back to work like me what are you guys playing? You guys hear what we're playing all the time. What are you guys playing here in the new year? Are you finishing up some stuff from 2013? Are you moving on? Are you next gen? Are you last gen? What are you doing? We want to know. Use hashtag answer MTTG. We would, we want, we would love to know what you guys are playing. Let us know on Twitter. You can check us out at the forums. Man, good cast, you guys. That was good. Yes, yes, we're about to be 70 episodes old next week wow we appreciate oh, you guys yes yes y'all <laughs> <laughs> you're getting that down oh you got that down man you'll be uh, hosting oh, before you know it exactly. I'm, I'm just preparing in case we ever have to host for gabe That's yeah right. exactly might be coming up we'll yeah. see <laughs> um well i'm gabe patillo that is timothy hall that is Tim the Tiger Claw Router. And we are staying married to the games up in this. So we out this thing. Peace.